good to see y'all again today. Uh, I want to turn with me to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. I'm going to read some scriptures from there a little bit this morning. <clears throat> We're looking that up. Which I know you hear me talk about my grandmother. And for those that don't know, she's, a, she's 102. She'll be 103 in August. She still lives by herself. All that mind sharp attack. Anywhere her TV went out the other day, and I had to go get her one yesterday. And, uh, I went and got her one, and I was checking out. They said, well, I want this. Didn't it warrant you on it? <laughs> I said, well, probably not. Got a three-year one extra warranty. And I got to thank you did, because I, I think she's going to live forever. But anyway, she was tickled to death, and the lady at Walmart, she got a kick out of that. But anyway, but keep a, keep a grandmother in prayer. She's, she's doing great. She's doing great. Amen. I want to this morning to speak to you for just a little bit today, uh, and I think everyone agree with this. We need God so much today, Amen. and we need to, you know, we need the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit so much today. Amen. You know, the power of God, you know, and uh, and, the, and through the Bible, you know, it talks about, you know, one place I, uh, in the Bible talks about being, you know, have the whole suit of the armor of God on, you know. And then it talks about, you know, it talks. And, and it talks about the sword, which is the Word of God, you know. And, and it's very important we know what the Word of God says. Amen. Very much so. But we're living in a time today that we have, and I think, and this is some of my personal opinion, we have changed God's Word around uh, quite a bit. So it don't even mean, it may sound good to the flesh, but it don't mean what God wants it to mean. That's my opinion. But... Uh, and we look at the world today and see if that's everything going on. We need a strong church today. Amen. We need a place that we can go to and feel the presence of God, hear the word of God, and not, you know, not in it's my opinion, not to be watered down. Uh, sometimes the word of God hurts. Amen. I mean, it it, it's, it needs to, you know. It's uh, it's 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 Bible says, you know, the word gets sharpened into its sword, you know, and it needs to pierce us, you know. It's not, uh, it needs to even needs to convict us at times, very much so, you know. And I believe that today. But I want back in Ezekiel, you know, you probably all know, know this story that it talks. It's a it's a uh, about the valley of dry bones, and I want to read it to us for just a little bit to or a little bit this morning, and starting the first verse there, and it says, "The hand of the Lord was upon me." And he carried me away in the spirit of the Lord. He set me down in the midst of the, of the valley, which is full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them around about. And behold, there was very many in an open valley. And lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered and said, Lord God, thou knowest. And again he said unto me, Prophesy to these bones. And say unto them, O you dry bones, hear the word of God, hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> then saith the Lord God unto the bones, Because I caused breath unto enter into you shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you, and you shall and bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and breathe into you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Seventh verse. So I prophesied as I commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, it's shaking. The bones came together, bones to bones. I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Seventh verse, sir, I think it's very important. So I prophesied as I was commanded. 
Very quick question. Who was it commanded from? The Lord God. Amen. Amen. So that's what, you know, I want to stop here for just a moment, and we're going to get into this for just a little bit. I want to hold you for just a little bit. We need to hear from the Lord God. Amen. We need to hear from the Lord God. I want to bow our heads we pray this morning. Father, we just thank you again for this time that you have given us to be in your house. We pray, Father, now for the anointing of the power of the Holy Spirit today. Just anoint your word today. Anoint your speaker today, Father. This is not his word, but it's your word, Father, using this vessel today to speak through today. We thank you for everything that we have seen here so far today in your presence that we have failed. We pray this word will penetrate to the hearts of each and every one here today, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as the writer was saying here, uh, he said, you know, he looked about and looked at his valley, it was very dry. And you can take that kind of instance, you know, and look into a world today, even to our church world today. And so I'd say some of this part is my own opinion. You don't have to agree with it. But we look across the church world today, we see a lot of things that just seem, don't seem right. Amen. That's my opinion. We see a lot of things, you know, it's just this and this, you know. And, but what, you know, and you think, well, you know, to the, as a church as a whole, and I guess, you know, I, I talk about this individual church, any denomination, but we have turned it around to the uh, thing that we, 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 under, we want to hear what, what man's opinion is. And that's just my opinion. Because we today, sometimes God's word hurts and we don't want it. We want to be comfortable in church. Amen. Okay, anybody understand what I'm talking about in just a moment? We want to, you know, really be, uh, make us feel good. Sometimes the word of God don't feel good. Amen. Because sin in God's word does not mix. It don't mix. And to the church world today, and if some of you, you know, I hope you agree with this, we have tried to mix the world with God's word. Amen. To a point today, we're almost almost today preaching man's version instead of God's version. Amen. Repeat myself one more time, my opinion. But as he said this valley about dry bones, he said, Lord, he said, is there any hope for this? Put this in my own version a little bit. He said, God, only you know. Have you ever looked today across the world today and wonder? All right, is this thing ever going to turn around? It's gotten so bad sometimes. You look at it and say, well, you know, sometimes we just back up and say, well, it's too big of a mess to straighten it out. But there's nothing too big for our God. Amen. Keep that in mind. There's nothing too big for our God. He said, Lord, only you know if these bones can, you know, the dry as it was in the valley that he was looking at and dry as it was and look at it and said, there's any hope for this today. Everything's gone. The skin and everything, just bones laying there. And you can almost, you know, look at today and say, you know, that's kind of the way your church world today is today. We're kind of full of bones sometimes. Amen. Amen. I love that you sang that song a while ago. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Amen. Let me tell you about him. We in church today don't get too excited about him anymore. Amen. When he makes a way when there ain't no way. Has everybody ever been there? 
Come on. When you look around and say, you know, look what he's done for me. If it hadn't been for the Lord who's on my side, we get excited about a ball game. How many of us excited when Arkansas beat Gonzaga the other night? Amen. To be honest, come on. Was excited. Oh, talked about it the next day. Amen. Anybody guilty? Oh, I think they might win it all. It was a talk around the coffee table as if at breakfast time. We couldn't even sleep that night because we didn't think it would ever happen. The world didn't give a letter. The world, the, the news media, and all the sports didn't give a chance. But they won. Amen. And oh, excited us. It excites us, you know, when we sit around playing through a hole and everybody jumps up and down. Amen. Amen. When you stand there and somebody runs over you, not to pump back to the 10 foot, we stand and cheer. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. We get excited about some of the, some crazy things sometimes. Everybody know what I'm talking about. But when you tell about Jesus, it's just almost like we let the air out of us. Everybody know what I'm talking about. It's just like, you know, this thing happened. Oh, let me, I, I'm not, you know, I'll just tell you, I heard it over and over. But let me tell you, the word, the, the power of God, the word of Jesus Christ, what he has done for us should never get dull. Amen. It should never get dull. When we sit down, you know, at the table and say, sit there and say, let me tell you about the game. Say, let me tell you about my Jesus. Let me tell you about one time he ran in contact with a young lad that had two fish on one side. And on the other side, there was 5,000 men that was hungry. And they wondered what they was going to do. And they said, Jesus said, just bring them here. And they said, what they among so many? And let me tell you something. Jesus took that bread and he thanked God for what he had. Amen. You know, there's sometimes we need to thank God for what we got when you don't think it's much. Amen. There's times we need to thank God for what we got when we don't think it's anything. Can you imagine taking them two fish and waving them toward your 5,000 men saying, I got supper ready for you. Amen. How crazy does it sound? But let me tell you about the rest of the story. They said they started eating and it never quit. And when they started getting it back up when they got through, they took up 12 baskets full, had a lot more than they had when they started. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He's something special. He's something we didn't talk about at the coffee table. He's something we didn't talk about at the dinner table. He is something we need to talk about each and every day. Let me tell you about Jesus. He's coming back. The Bible says in Acts, I don't know why I'm getting off on this. But it said the same Jesus that ascended up Come is on. coming back in the like manner. Let me tell you, it wasn't the world that sent him up. It was the power of God that took him up. It's not the world going to bring him back, but it's going to be God himself. Tell Jesus to go get my church. And he come back to their church without spot or blemish that the ones that have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Let me try to get back on this a little bit. Is there any hope for these? Any hope for these? You look across the world, you see our children today. And my heart goes out to the children today. My heart goes out to the children today. There's any hope today. Any hope today. Amen. And let me tell you, there is hope if we do one thing. Prophesy as I have us commanded from who? From God. Read the story of Jesus Christ.
tell the word of Jesus Christ to the children and their children's children say, oh, let me tell you something. I got some stories that's happened over 2,000 years ago and they're still being talked about today. Let me tell you something. This ball game that happened the other night, you know, and, 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 and you know how sunny we was by this time next year we'll never think much about it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. No, I run ball game down. I go to them. But oh, let me tell you, Jesus, he's something special. Amen. So as the Bible says, he said, Lord, only you know. So he told me, he said, prophesy. In other words, preach it to these bones. Tell them the word. Tell them the word. Tell them something. Then I said, and what happened when you do that? And Deuteronomy, I think it says, be obedient to the word of God. It'll blessings comes. Amen. Amen. Be on disobedience, curse comes. So if we preach the word of God in a church, to our children, to our children's children, according to the word, we're going to be blessed. Amen. Amen. I didn't say you're going to have no troubles. He's going to be blessed. Jesus fed the 5,000 while he was feeding them. He still had trouble. So there's somebody on the other side over here saying, we're fixing it. Some way we've got to stop this dude. Yep. Some way we've got to stop him. He's getting out of our hands. But let me tell you a little secret. When the church gets in, the, in line with the word of God and with the power of God, they ain't got a chance. Amen. Come on, you ought to say amen louder than that. When you get in line with the word of God and the power of God, you just step back and Satan's got to take a back seat and say, hey, I just got to watch the show. Amen. I just got to watch going on. Why? Because when he prophesied to these bones, if it had been up to Satan, you know, they would have never came together, but he didn't have no power on the word of God. So as he prophesied, and that's what we as preachers need to do today, is to preach what God tells us to preach. Amen. No matter if it hurts, Preach it. Preach it. Amen. It said preach the word. In season, out of season. I'm just quoting here and there. But I said they're going to come a time when they're not going to endure sound doctrine. Come on. That's not 20 years from now. That's now. Come on. That's now. There's some churches you can go in today and you can't talk about homosexuality. You can't talk about abortion. Why? Because they support it. Amen. Don't shout me out of here. Amen. And it's against the word of God. Amen. Thou shalt not kill. Amen. It talks about natural stuff, you know. God didn't make Adam Adam and Steve, he made Adam and Eve. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know why I'm getting off on this. When he says, you know, a man will leave his parents and flee to his wife. That's what the Word of God says. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. But we got billboards out there on the street streets on the roads talking about how they will perform same-sex marriages. It's supposed to be a church of God. He talked about a bunch of dry bones. Amen. And I preach the Word of God, eating the bones and nothing no shaking. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody still like me here? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I'm 
talked to Brother Roger Harlan a while back. He said, you know, there may come a time that when you can't preach like we preach anymore. I said, we can't, we can't, but we're going to get in trouble. I said, yeah, we may, we, we, we may not call the silent, we may be in jail. But we're still going to sing praises. That's right. Amen. God is good. That's right. God is good. Amen. His mercy and His grace endures forever. These bones came together. They shook together. Now I've got time to get the rest of the story. I've got time. I've got off track just a little bit. But I want to tell you why is it important to know what God says? You remember when Jesus came off the mountain that he was took there for 40 days and 40 nights? The Satan come after him and started quoting stuff to him. And what did Jesus do? He didn't argue with him. He just told him the truth. Amen. If you're who you say you are, make these stones be into bread. Jesus had to eat 40 days and 40 nights. What do you know? He'd like to have a piece of bread. But he's told Satan, he says, Satan, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. And he kept on. Satan didn't quit. He kept on coming after him. And Jesus kept quoting scriptures to him. Amen. And finally, you know, Satan says, you know, and to put this in my own verse, he says, I've got to get out of here. I can't do anything with him today. I've got to get a different game plan. Let me tell you something today. Satan's trying to make a game plan against each and every one of y'all right here, right now. And let me tell you something. You need to get some of you need to get a sword, which is the word of God. Amen. And say, Satan, I've not got time for you today. There's days in my life that happens quite often. You know, I've not got the answer. I mean, I got the answer, but I don't know how to how to answer some questions today. But I do have the answer, and this answer is Jesus Christ. There's times, you know, I'll be driving down the road and all I do is just speak the name Jesus. Amen. You ought to try that sometime. If you really believe in who Jesus is, just the name, just say Jesus. You let your spirit, you know, just get into the get into it, Brother Malachi, and just let it flow. And before long, you know, you'll be going down the road for nearly five miles, you know, and you just feel the peace of God. Why? Because the Bible says even the devil trembles at the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, let me tell you something. He is powerful today. The word and name of Jesus Christ is powerful today. He ain't lost no power. Our church, Christ's church today, is still just as powerful as it ever was. We just got to accept it and use it. Amen. And use it. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It says, If our gospel is hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And whom the God of this world hath blinded the mind to those that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shall shine unto them. We preach not ourselves, but Christ, the Lord. Jesus the Lord and ourselves, your servants for Christ's sake. For God has commanded the light to shine out dark darkness, has shined in the hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 